you're listening to The Messy Truths and this is a podcast where we talk about the messy truths in the social sector. I have here with me the co-founder of Vintage Radio, Aloysius Tan. Hello. And what's Vintage Radio? It's a not-for-profit social enterprise. It's a mouthful, but yes. Okay. Designed for seniors 60 and above. Well, we'd like to think of it as seniors in general. And um, as we moved along, actually, it's not more than just, it's, it's not just for seniors. It's actually expanding to um, for, for, for people all in all walks of life, really, a different age group and all this. Why do we say that? Because um, aging is not just about the old folks or the old people. It is about the younger set of audience as well, the whole of Singapore, actually getting and understanding what aging is all about. And like it or not, one day we're all going to be old. Right. One day. So, one day. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's clearly in denial. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, you're you're as, as young as what you think you are. But seriously, the thing is this, right? Um, if you look at Singapore's statistics, right now we are at about twenty-two percent, sixty-five and above. If that is the demarcation or age for seniors, if you bring it down to sixty, which is what I thought it was previously, sixty and above, right? Um, we'll be more than twenty-two percent. That's you know, it's like almost a quarter of Singaporeans are already seniors. And in 10 years' time, it will be 65 and above, 25% and more. Right. So, you know, I think um, Vintage Radio, while we position it to be for the seniors at this moment because of the content that we have in there, I think um, for the youths, for the younger generation, it is also for you to listen in and understand what it is about growing old, right? And uh, in some ways... You know, know what it is for your parents, your aged parents, your grandparents, what it is like for them. And, you know, what it's going to be like for you in the years to come as that's, well. That's exactly a point I would like to pick up on, regardless of your age, right? But really, the younger ones can understand what aging is. And that's really uh, the point of why Vintage Radio was set up. You and your co-founders were thinking about the seniors. They were being disconnected in our digitally... Um, set-up world that we're in right now? Well, yeah. To, the honest truth is this, right? Both of us, Mark and myself, when we first came up with this idea, it was because he was doing a scan of the industry or the environment just ahead of COVID, uh, CB. And for myself, I'm, I'm dealing with radio itself. And, you know, I always scan the radio channels here in Singapore, right? And both of us came to this discovery that there was no music for seniors in the sense that, you know, you're not hearing anything from the 50s, the 60s, and you'll be very lucky to get a 70s song on some of the stations which are supposed to be targeting the old uh, crew. When we first spoke about this, mm. I think it was last year, yeah. 2020, right? It, it hit me hard when you said, you know, there was no music out there for people who are uh, our seniors right now. Mm. And their world really was audio. Yes. They grew up in a far more audio world than, than we all have. You're right, because at that time, and, and keep in mind, you know, when you talk about our seniors who are now 70, 80, 90 years old, right? Um, they, when they were growing up, there was only radio. And radio was the one channel that, you know, they get all the information, entertainment and, and everything else, even the interaction, right? If you talk about social media, radio was actually the very first, very, very first platform. Talk about, you know, making dedications, Right. So, and, and for people to call in and, and share their thoughts and all this, that, that was the very first social media platform. Um, and think about it that at that time also, the level of literacy is actually quite low. So a lot of people are not able to read and understand or, you know, look at the newspapers and all this, right? So again, they depend very much on audio, 
right? So um, nowadays, when you talk about not having music for them, then, you know, they will stop listening. And the sad thing is when they stop listening, all the messaging that's supposed to get through to them about COVID, you know, uh, social distancing and all this is not going to get through. Which is why I think one of the reasons at the start of CB, you notice that it's actually it's circuit the breaker. circuit breaker. Yes. Well, at the start of circuit breaker, um, you see majority of the people that were caught out breaking the rule or law, so to speak, are all your senior citizens and most of them are illiterate. Right? So, um, it's fine and good that we're all moving ahead and all this, but really as a society, I think what, what's happened is that we've really left a lot of people behind. So one of the things that we wanted to do with Vintage Radio really was to have a channel for the seniors to call it their own. Uh, you, you look at the young having Instagram, TikTok, you know, not so young having Facebook and stuff like that, right? So for the seniors, this is something for you to say, oh, this is ours law. We got vintage radio, you know, and it's like, oh. Stop okay. it. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. It's just getting into that. Yeah. Okay. So when you talk about um, people being left behind, mm. right, what is their world like? Because I'm sure you would have done some research or you would have spoken to enough people um, prior to setting up vintage radio and now after you've run it for a year, over a year now? A year plus. A year plus. What's, what's the sense? I mean, I think a lot of us don't think enough about people who are left behind. Um, the way I look at it is this, quite a lot of them actually um, just kind of accept it. Keep in mind, this is the generation that, that really can tahan a lot of stuff. The stoic. Yeah. So if don't have, okay, law, you know, I'll just go about in my own quiet world. I will sit down here and japa tangsi la. Sorry, can I use Hawking? <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> yeah, right. This is podcast, right? So in, in, in some ways, you know, they just make do and they live with it. But the unfortunate thing is that um, they are losing out on a lot of stuff. And is this the kind of world that we want to create? You know, is this the kind of world that we are, we who are in our prime, we who are younger, mm. is this the kind of world that we really want, right? A society where, to me, it's like, okay, if you're elderly and you're left out of it, then... Too bad. Yeah. No, I think a lot of us don't really think about that. Right. Um, I have to say that, um, you know, if, if I hadn't stopped and, and just one day looked at it and, and, you know, have that five minutes of going like, oh, you know, that, that light bulb moment, a lot of people would be like going about their lives and going, okay, yeah, we've got to get this done. You know, now it's COVID. How do I find my next meal? How do I do this? How do I do that? Um, but the moment that you get to that point where you go, oh, we need to do something about it, then I would encourage everybody to to literally get off their, their bumps and just do something about it. You do it because you can and you do it because you should, you know. And, and um, you know, I, I think that's that's just what it is. Like, you know, you, you if you think that something needs to be done, then go ahead and do it, you know, especially if it's right. You know, you can't wait for everything for the government or Ting Hu to just do things, right? So, um, yeah. What we, was it like starting it then? Oh, banging your head against the wall. Mm, um, how so? Well, we had the idea, but we also knew of all the difficulties, right? And the most important thing is the lack of funds. And so we were very fortunate to come across you guys and, and to get the grants and also with um, uh, Oscars as well that's come in with their, their grant for us. But what really moved us along were three angels, individuals who came in and said, you know, we believe in what you're doing. There needs to be something to be done about this. So here you are, here's the, uh, you know, 100,000 and go get started. But 
But I have to say, um, one of them would, would be um, Dr. Marianne Sao. And, and she is, of course, you know, the person when you talk about gerontology and, and caring for the seniors and all this. Before she came in, she says, you need to convince me that you're doing this uh, for the right reasons. And, you know, it's not just old people. You need to understand their needs, you know, what, what's their life about and all that. So that actually put us in the correct direction of saying, let's go do some research. Let's do some focus groups and, you know, um, really understand what seniors need and then put it in front of them. So by the time we put it in front of uh, Dr. Marianne Sao, we actually had a functioning app with content. Great. Tell me what did, what did the focus group tell you that you probably didn't know or at least helped you crystallize? Um, I think the focus group helped us um, realize that, you know, they are, they are human and we need to talk to them like you, to, you talk to a normal person. You know, and not, um, you know, just go, oh, you're old and therefore this, 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 you need a wheelchair, you need, no, no. You know, I think our seniors nowadays, when you talk about, um, you know, our seniors, they are living longer, you know, and it is about respecting them and also putting in front of them options, not just telling them what to do. You know, um, recently we had a session with NUS alumni, I mean, the really senior alumni. And the one thing that a lot of them told us was, you know, nobody's marketing to us. We got money. We want to spend. But we don't know what to spend on because nobody is talking to us. And this brings me to the next thing as well because um, having come from the media and previously having written papers to say, let's look at seniors. Let's look at the older generation. Let's create a really platinum station, right? Um, the comeback from then the people that mattered was, oh, there's no uh, revenue opportunity the old people cannot spend. You know, we can't advertise. So it's like, um, hello, 25% of Singaporeans, CPF got money, you know, <laughs> and you can't take it beyond the grave. So, you know, they, they want to spend. And, and here are your seniors who are educated, who have money, telling you, we want to buy things, we just don't know what to buy. <laughs> you know, advertise to us. Don't advertise above us. You know, yeah, so it's an issue also. I mean, like, back, it's an issue of respect, mm. isn't it? Like you say, don't talk at us. Don't tell us. Because we tend to see that, right? We tend to say, okay, um, we're digitizing. We need you know, elders to come on board. They need to be, you know, be more savvy and we need to teach them. Mm. And we forget that they are actually whole persons who had careers, who had jobs, who actually fed a whole family, who... Mm through their kids to university, right? Yeah, yeah. But then we, we treat them now like... Children. Yeah. Or like like they don't know. Let's like make it super simple. Let's like dumb down or... Whereas I, I think it's, it's really an issue of respect. And also how do you talk? So how, do, how does Vintage Radio do that? How do you talk to them? And how do you engage them rather than talk at them or teach them or talk down to them? Because mm. you do teach people too. I mean, you have your, your weekend sessions and... and Stuff, right? yeah. How do you do that? Um, well, a lot of times when we when we have the opportunity to visit the senior activity centers or you know uh, where we get to interact with them one on one in the earlier days, um, we tend to get a lot of physical. I mean, you know, you see their reaction and then you go with it, right? Um, and a lot of them, what I do discover is this: a lot of them have this mindset of saying, uh, you know, I'm not tech savvy, right? 
trying to, I guess in some ways, just protect themselves. And it's, it's quite human, right? And I think we come a lot, across a lot of people, even the not so old ones, who I'm not heavy here. But seriously, the thing is this, if you are able to use the telephone to make a phone call, you are text heavy, right? So the thing is, really, it's just step by step and to help them get beyond that mind block, so to speak, right? So what we do is, is we, we try and see what interests them to, to, to want to actually take that step into learning how to do things or how to do it digitally, right? So it is not, here, come, I show you what to do so that you can do this. No, I said, look, what, what would you like us to show you? What do you think you want? If you want to listen to this, you want to listen to that, this is one way that you can do it. Can we help you? Can we show you, right? And what we try to do is also to show rather than to do it for them. Because, um, you know, for me in my day job, what it is is that we find that if we do it for people, then they tend to just expect you to do it for them. Lah. Whereas, you know, if you teach a, a person to fish, you feed that person for life, right? So that's that's always been the approach. So um, it's... it's, it's um, a lot of patience, and I think you know, being on vintage radio has actually upped the patience portion <laughs> on this individual here, who's like really sometimes very aggro. No, you know? because you, I think, for yourself, you've been at the forefront of uh, the whole digital world. I no feel, with, yes, for for broadcasts especially. You no know, like I, I was saying, we had, we were doing podcasts. I, I remember doing <laughs> podcasts with you and learning from you twenty years ago. And then oh my now God. suddenly my children are talking about podcasts like it's the next big thing. I'm like, seriously, you know? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, from someone who knows and everything is almost second nature to you, right? To create something for a generation or a group of people that really, it is not second nature to them. How did you think through it and say, you know, this is what uh, is needed? Well, we did a lot of soul searching and, and looking at it and, you know, talking to some of the seniors, asking our parents as well, all, you know, and they say, no, what, what do you need? What do you want? And I think one of the things that a lot of uh, seniors do switch off on is the super long URL that always comes around. It's like, www, oh my God, it's so long that I can't remember the URL slash I give up, you know? And um, so what we did on the app was, you know, to make everything easy for, for, for seniors or for people, users to just access, right? And um, what we try to do is also make it big, colorful, meaningful, you know? So when you look at an, an icon or you look at a set of words, you know what is, you know, you say what you mean, mean what you say, lah, right? So that when they press on something, it, it brings them to that thing. And um, coupled with that, because we are a, a an audio medium as well. So what we do have are our DJs, our presenters, uh, actually being kind of like the digital concierge. So when they go on air, they say, look, if you are looking for this on our app, you see this picture, just touch it and then you'll be there. You don't have to try and remember www and then, you know. You make it less scary, less daunting, right? Because there are like so many things that we normally need to key in to get somewhere. Yeah, you know, we just try and keep it simple. But, you know, some people will say, well, yeah, you're dumbing it down. No, we're not. We're just making it a uh, company finding a different approach to things that make it easier for people to not be turned off by it. I guess that's that's what we're trying to do. You know, uh, in some ways, some people call that UI, UX, whatever, whatever fancy name that you want to give it, right? But the thing is, at the end of the day, put yourselves in the shoes of your users and try and understand from their world, right? Sometimes when you talk about seniors, um, they might be hard of hearing, they may not be able to see clearly, or they may not be able to differentiate things properly. 
So how, what do you do to try and make it easier for them? That's, that's pretty much they're it. Not, they're not being dumb. They, these are actual physical challenges exactly. that you get when you age. You exactly. know, it, Just because you can't hear it doesn't mean that you cannot understand. Mm. That's something that it's important you know, for is. us to, to understand our, our seniors that way. Definitely. And I think also to learn to slow down a little bit and talk a little bit slower so that it's easier for them to catch up with you. So that's, that's pretty much it. And... Um, you know, I always come back to one thing, and that it is, and that is, I'm going to be old one day. <laughs> so I, you know, I better understand that a little bit better now, so that you know, I, as I grow old, I'm I'm a little bit better prepared, I suppose. You know, so yeah. How does vintage radio engage? the seniors who who are really now and right 60 i think 60 is, is still young but the older one would be a, a little bit more challenging mm-hmm. how do you reach out to them well in the past when we were able to visit you know activity centers and nursing homes that that would be the way um currently the you know i always come back to this right the irony of it is that when we started vintage radio is very much for the seniors especially in this climate of, of COVID and all this, but it is this climate that is also stopping us from really engaging with them because that that first step of, of bringing it to them, telling them, look, this is what it is and, and helping them, guiding them to, to get access to it, um, that's the one thing that we have a lot of difficulty with. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a huge challenge. So we have been trying to find ways and means to make it easier for them. Um, you know, the older folks usually like to share things via WhatsApp, right? So what we've done is that we've created web pages and all this in different languages, links and all this, and then, you know, start started getting our listeners, um, our weekend warriors and, and friends, right, to say, why don't you share this with your chat group? Um, you know, if you need it in Tamil, we have this version in Tamil, so when they go down there, they can actually see, you know, how do they get things, how to get to the downloads and all this. So it's no longer like, oh, you have to go to the App Store, yeah, like going to say you're exactly. going like you know, so it's it's just that like you know uh, trying understanding trying. understanding where they reside, right? Socially, where are they at? Yeah. Um, vintage radio is rather big on my family. Um, <laughs> is I've got a huge family chat. Um, so we've got people like people as young as twenties, yeah, mm. my nieces and nephews, and I have my uh, seniors like my mom and my aunt and and all, and they are like in their seventies. And it was really through WhatsApp right. that it was shared. Um, and then I realized that it, there is a community. It actually creates that bridge uh, between the generations. Mm. So I think you did one of the interviews uh, um, on Talent Time and, and one of my uncles. And Variations. the whole family right. was like, did you tune into Vintage Radio? You know, And it was really funny. I had, I had someone say, I, I missed the interview. I you didn't tell me what time it was, and it was hilarious, right? Then I just I wasn't working, I was I was laughing, you know, and and then my my niece who's like, say, no, don't worry, it's on the app, you can still listen to it, and mm. and and so it's nice mm. because I think it creates that that uh, community, right? And my auntie in the in the seventies would not talk to someone in their twenties right now, but they are, yeah. right? So tell me more about this community that you're building for the elderly who who would normally be retiring at home and and just sitting in front of the TV perhaps. Well, um, you know, when it comes to this, um, one of the objectives of, of Vintage Radio really is to encourage intergenerational interaction, right? So um, listening together, 
finding common content is, is something that you know we we've constantly tried to create and in bringing back um, people like the variations and and talking to other people um, we hope to be able to create content uh, reasons for people to want to listen to and engage each other with uh, give an example um, this series that we're doing called music and me right music and me is about interviewing um, individuals that are you know in their 80s and their 90s with and who's got a lot of experience um, and and we want to capture it before they're gone Right, so these these are the people that we engage with. We record. We ask them questions. We interview them. They share their music, their lives, and uh, it is very much the history of Singapore that we hope that the young ones can actually listen to and and have a better sense of what it was like for their parents, for their grandparents growing up. For example, um, I remember growing up. My grandma was telling me about you know what it was like during the Japanese occupation and how my parents. Um, especially my mom and, and, her, and my aunties, right, all had their hair cut short just to look like boys so that the, basically, you know, they're not taken away by the Japanese soldiers, right? Um, totally forgot about that. But when we interviewed Grandma Mary, where, you know, at 60, she picked up the guitar and started playing it. She's 80 plus now, right? Um, had Carlos Santana sign her guitar. Wow. Wow. Right? So um, she was sharing that story. And the moment she said that, it just clicked on in my mind. I started remembering my grandma, you know, and and um, the, the stories are there. And, and, you know, to me, it is so important for our younger generation, you know, your kids, my kids, to understand, you know, what it was like back then. Right? We take our freedom for granted. We take everything for granted right now. Um, and, you know, I really hope that nothing gets stripped away from, from us as in, you know, going back to those days. But you have to understand why, where we came from before you can actually go further. Right? And these are stories that you're not going to get from, you know, history books and all this. this, this these are real stories. Real people. From, exactly. Every, and it could be everyday people. Like you said, Auntie Mary, 60s, she learned her guitar. Mm. We see an elderly and we think, we forget yeah. that they had a life. Yeah. Right? They still have a life, but they, they are really like just sometimes waiting. Like you say, they're stoic. They will just wait out and they'll just do what they need to do to get by. But we forget that they have stories. We forget that they've gone through much more than we ever have. And here's yeah. the secret. Take the time to talk to them and you are going to be rewarded. Rewarded with a lot of experience that money can't buy. You know, and... and the, 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 I wouldn't call it insights, but in their sharing of their stories, their life stories with you, you actually get to learn a lot you know, and, and put things in perspective for yourself as well. You know, um, it's, it's like, like I said, like even for myself nowadays, I take things for granted sometimes. You know, and um, in bringing up my kid, you know, we, we, we try to make sure that he understands that he is actually living in a very privileged time versus what we came from and we're still versus what our parents came from. I think that's that's you know one of the little objectives of vintage radio as well. Vintage radio um, really caters to, like like you say, a wider audience. But you you design specifically your programs, um, your app for seniors. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Um, what can you share with others who want to do something for the elders or the elderly, or who probably should start thinking about what they can do? Um. I guess, you know, the thing is, is figure out what you want to do and, um, and then go ahead and do it. But look at working with as many people as you can, right? Um, we, are, we are stronger together, 
rather than trying to go individually, which is why I think vintage radio for us, you know, it's, it's, it's just three blokes, three amigos, right, who's got day jobs. But we were able to engage um, four very, very uh, good presenters, Brian, uh, Rahima, uh, Sienhua, as well as Pian Bala, who have the passion for communications. Um, and we work with uh, groups like yourselves, we work with AIC, we work with anybody who wants to work with us, right? Whose agenda essentially is, you know, to, to help improve the life of our seniors. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that, you know, we can't do everything ourselves, but we can definitely work with as many people as possible, right? So um, if the agenda is is true, right, then yeah, let's, let's you know, let's work together and, and don't try and outdo each other. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's, I think that's an important. That's something really important to emphasize, isn't it? That we we can do it together. You can really collaborate. You don't need to outdo or outshine. There's no need to because you know the why fight each other when you can you know do so much more together, right? Um, which is why for us most of the times uh, when we work with with partners, you know the agenda, the first objective is. How are we helping the seniors? Then after that, you know, we, we look at other things that hopefully along the way will help us keep the lights on, right? So that's the, that's the sub-agenda, I suppose, for Vintage Radio is that, you know, um, we, we just need help to keep the lights on. We're not we're not making Vintage Radio into something that, you know, oh, year one, we break even, year three, we I, IPO and all that. No, 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 you know, it's just something that, that, that continues to run for our seniors with no real... Um, serious top-line agenda of must-make money. You know, we have to make enough exactly. you know, to, to, to stay afloat. But that's it. We're not looking to be millionaires. We, in fact, in our constitution, it's already written very clearly, right? Whatever revenues that comes in goes back into the channel to build the channel to, to, to keep it running. And that's it. You know, um, for us as co-founders, as directors of the, the company, you know, we get nothing. You know, uh, we, we're not looking to get anything. Just want something for our seniors. We're called the messy truths for a reason, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. So I, I need to get a little messy right now. What are okay. some of the issues, or what were some things that were messy, right? But it's it's something that we need to see or we need to know um, in doing something like that. Um, well, what I think I touched on it earlier, and that is that you know you will deal with people with um, different agendas, right? And um, that's the messy truth, lah. And and um, with agenda comes things like egos and and every other thing that is not so cool. You just have to deal with it, and you know, try and go around it if you can, right? Or live with it. Try a different way until you know if if you stay focused and and you know you try your best, right? So try not to let that get to you, lah. Yeah. Without sounding too... <laughs> <laughs> Without sounding too cryptic. But okay, the messy truth is also about a truth for you. Yeah. Right? Because all of us bring in different perspectives. All of us have certain truths in, that we carry with us that is unchanging. So whether you face someone with an ego, you face someone who makes things difficult, or just when things don't go right, what is that truth that you hold on to? Um... If I can answer that, it would be not so much as truth, but that objective to see that smile on the face of a senior, you know, when they remember something, when they recall 
a happy memory or, or for that matter, a memory. Um, the one thing that is very intangible that I think a lot of people can't deal with is mental wellness. You can't put a figure to it, but it is important. And I think that's, that's the next step that we as a society need to look at as well. You know, the mental well-being, the mental wellness of, of our senior citizens. You know, and, and I just want to add one thing. Go ahead. We are all going to be old one day, right? Be it that you're 10 years old, 20, 30, we're all going to be old one day. Pay it forward. Do something positive about that. Uh, the issue of us not even thinking about the fact that every day when we turn on, whether the TV or online, you know, we really don't realise that the world has moved in a way that we're not really thinking enough yeah. about the people who, who has taken us mm -hmm. to where we are right now. Well, that, that's, I guess, the messy truth as well, you know. Um, we are very caught up with the things that's ahead of us, that's in front of us, and nobody's fault. But I think we do. We all need to maybe take some time, you know, and just um, switch off and, and, you know, think back. Open your eyes, open your ears and, and think for a while, you know, and see, you know, what is it that we can do to improve things. Majority Trust has a fund called Silver is Gold and we look at the issue of dementia. Right. Um, elderly or persons with dementia and also for the caregivers. One of the issues that we've identified is really this issue of isolation mm -hmm. that um, our seniors feel. They're home, they may have the TV on, but they're isolated. Yes. You know, or sometimes like, you're like, oh, just use your iPad, like, you know, just watch mm -hmm. watch YouTube or something. And But they still feel isolated. Whereas I find vintage radio is, is doing something different. It's about community. Can you tell me more about this understanding about isolation, about music, you know, the, the need for them to hear something that they're mm. familiar with. Mm. What, what makes us different from, you know, the other species is our ability to communicate speech, right? And one of the things that um, we all do need to do is to communicate. And I think radio, not, not a playlist, but radio in itself, lends some way of communication, right? Um, when the DJ says something, when the presenters are talking, they are actually talking to the listener. And unconsciously, I think the listeners will interact in the sense of, yeah, you're right. Or are you, you know, talking exactly. rubbish? Right. But the thing is that in their minds, they are actually, uh, you know, generating, you know, having that kind of activity going on rather than just watching a movie or something like that. And then it's, it's very non-interactive in that sense. Right. So there is a place for radio. And, and a friend of mine told me that radio is kind of like the cockroach. After <laughs> yeah, I, I need you to explain that a little bit. Well, you see, the, through the years, everybody has predicted the death of radio, especially mm -hmm. when video came about, music video and all this. Right? In fact, there's a song, right? Video killed the radio star. But the one thing that has consistently stayed around is radio. You know, so uh, I akin that to the cockroach because after the uh, nuclear holocaust, you know, it's still going to be around. <laughs> <laughs> so, not that drastic, but um, it, when we talk about coming back to, to, to mental health and mental well-being, right? I think a lot of people don't realize that what, what you said is true. They can be at home, there can be the television there and iPads, but if they're not getting that kind of stimulation in terms of conversation, then, um, you know, they're going to be more and more isolated. And keep in mind, most of our seniors, they will tahan. Because that's what they have been doing all their lives. They, you know, it, and they'll say, like, "Okay, no, I'll deal with it. You know, and it's okay. I'll just stay at home, watch the pain peel." 
but it's not healthy and and you know it's just gonna you know increase the rate of of dementia coming into play and all this so one of the things that we're trying to do or that we hope to be able to achieve is in playing music that they're familiar with in having voices presenters on the channel talking to them that helps them relieve um you know that that you know the good old days helps them thinking start them thinking and and really make it more bearable having to stay at home you know um as it is already there's been a lot of coverage on you know seniors saying look it's terrible i can't stay at home and then now with the heightened alert you want me to stay at home and you sell but the truth is this you know can you imagine having lived your whole life and then now you are under this thing that is pretty much akin to solitary confinement for not doing anything wrong so you know um we really would encourage everybody you know to if you have a senior at home in your social circles please help them get connected you know at least let them enjoy what they used to enjoy and it's not just in english right you have this in all the other languages yeah, as well four languages so so they can plus dialect they, oh really yes yes so they can they can connect and i think um feel a lot less alone yeah and um, and here's the thing they can actually do dedications and then they can ask for whatever songs from the So 50s, you get 60s. that. Yeah, you yeah, do get we do, that. We do. And here's the thing, right? With technology nowadays, what happens is this. In the in the good old days, and I remember as a DJ, right? People write into you, you know, stay mail. Save with yeah. music. Yeah, save with music and they like, you know, I want and and the thing is this, they they design it to catch your eye, right? And sometimes it's a pain to read, but that's a different story. So, what 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 they do now is just simply message in, right? And uh with technology what we will do is get back in touch with them and say hey thank you for asking for this dedication it will be played at this day round about this time so they actually don't miss it in the past what happened was you know when you send in the dedication you, you listen just wait yeah you're like is he going to read it today are you going to play it today are you going to play it alamat don't have okay let's listen tomorrow again tomorrow again. yeah so this one is kind of like you know allowing them to actually tell their friends is like hey what then this song girl can you and you think uh to then to be detail or whatever you know so so that's that's what they get to do and you know if you ask for an english song chances are it will be played during Brian's shift because he does it all in english and if you've got something in mandarin hokkien cantonese they'll be done for to 8 p.m. mondays to fridays with tianhua and he does his program in dialect as well and it's quite fun for him to be talking in mandarin suddenly just breaking into hokkien and then cantonese and then coming back to mandarin and then he plays a couple of mandarin songs it's a familiar world to our seniors as well yes, because that's is. what it is yeah right they, yeah. they they're not so conscious like oh i can only speak mandarin mm. or yeah and it's you know it's just like it's just talking to a friend basically that you know um and and the same happens for for tamil we've got 2 hours of uh, tamil music you know every day Mondays to Sundays, uh, between eight to ten p.m., and then from ten p.m. to midnight, seven days a week, Rahima Rahim takes over the airways. She's the DJ, and she will play all the nostalgic Malay music from you know P. Ramli, Saloma, uh, Jeffrey Din, and all these people you know that you don't get to hear nowadays, anyways. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's 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 that. Yeah, music does soothe you. I mean, like we we've spoken to some of our grantee partners as well who use music mm. um in their sessions with persons with dementia um and they connect, they light up. They may not speak. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't speak. Um some of them seem disengaged, but when the music comes on, yes. Right? They, I've I was told, you know, they light up. The eyes light up. One of the caregivers was saying the husband looks forward to the sessions mm-hmm. with music. 
she plays the music before and after as well. Right. Yeah. A couple of things has happened that you know really makes what we do um, worthwhile. This year, earlier this year, during Valentine's Day, we actually interviewed a couple, married, but both of them have dementia. And they have no idea that they were married. They're dating. So oh. every day they're dating each other. Right? So, I mean, that is so sweet. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, before all of this thing happened, right, um, uh, Mark, one of our co-founders, he was also volunteering um, at homes, playing music and all this. And here's a story that he shared. There's this uh, lady... Uh, at one of the homes, she doesn't speak, right? And, you know, she's alone. Nobody knows her and, and or that she has family and all this. So one day they were playing this um, a song he played and suddenly she just said, oh, this song reminds me of uh, the day that I gave birth to my daughter. She actually spoke and they actually like, oh, you have a daughter. You know, so it's like... Um, Music really does wonders for a lot of people. You know, here we are talking about it and people go like, yala, yala, whatever. Lah. But it's true. And until you've experienced it, you know, um, it's, it's, it's just another story to you, I suppose. But, you know, the, if, if you've spent some time with um, seniors, especially those who are at, at nursing homes or even the activity centres, you will find that, yes, it does help a lot of them. Here's another example. Just before, just after we started, we were visiting one of the senior activity centers uh, and, and we did a technical review with them basically just to see how we can connect up the music and all this, right? Um, and there were like probably six, seven people at the activity center at that time in the afternoon. Um, and they were all just sitting down. I look at you, you look at me, you know, you're just there. The moment we were able to plug in the music, suddenly the energy level just went up. And then some of the aunties go, oh, 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 and then when the DJ came on, which at the time was Patrick, right? Guo Xianhua. And he said, hey, this is very familiar. He said, this is Guo Xianhua. Oh, Tang Lam Ya, Tang Lam Ya. And suddenly you see their faces like light up and then they're like, oh, wow, you know, because um, Patrick used to be on Ready Fusion, the Chinese um, oh. channel, right? Until... Um, they closed off their channel, then he was no, he was no longer on radio, right? So, you know, bringing him back really is, is that, that shot in the arm for a lot of senior citizens who basically grew up, you know, listening to people like him, right? So um, whenever we can and when we visit um, senior activity centres, usually we will bring uh, Patrick along when he's available, right? And I tell you, the, 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 the folks at the activity centre are so happy seeing him. And then we, I remember over the Chinese New Year, we were visiting another um, set of uh, activity centers. And this one was in Woodlands and it was predominantly uh, a lot of Malays, uh, Muslims there, right? So uh, we decided to bring Rahima there. I tell you, the moment I go, uh, everybody, this is girl, as the community, you know, fondly calls her, right? Tell you everybody, it's like okay, you take over. That's it. I can, <laughs> you know, job done. Walk out, and then thirty minutes later, you know, went in there to rescue Rahima because she's just non-stop talking to everybody. Yeah, but um, it is really that that makes it um, worthwhile because you know that when you're able to bring that kind of relief to the seniors, it it extends what would be, you know, their ability to tahan more, right? As they say, you know, you, you get to, what was that word? Let off steam, right? So if you're able to do that, and that 
you know, once in a while, allow them to let off some steam, right? Reset. They are so much better. I think in sharing that, what came to me was really the world that our seniors uh, live in. They have very little familiar things that they can plug into, right? Every day they are trying to keep up or learn, right? And if they can't, they just deal with it. Imagine if you and I wake up and nothing is familiar. Your music, you turn on your 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 playlist and yeah. it's not stuff that you know. Yeah. You, know, you walk out. Exactly. Yeah. You walk out and you see things that's not designed for you, it's not made for you. Mm. Um it's 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 a lot of stress and a lot of isolation. It's it is, it is. I mean, you know, the the rate that Singapore has changed and improved in that sense. You know, it's it's become very unfamiliar to a lot of seniors. And the thing is that while we say that these are improvements and all this, um, we are also taking away what is the comfort um, blanket, so to speak, for our seniors as well. Yes, change is the ever constant, but I think what we need to do is to make sure that, you know, we, we make it easier. And they're for, not left behind. And it's not hard. I mean, you have shown that it is not hard um, to do something. Hmm. And if you... Everyone, I mean, I can't, I can't start a, a, a podcast or a station or, you know, an app, but I can certainly share a link. I can certainly talk to someone I know, hey, why don't you have a listen to this? Yes. Find a way to, to connect with them and, and give them something familiar to connect with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, it, you, you've hit the nail on the head, right? In the sense that, it, to be honest, what we need are more people like yourself to be able to just share this with, you know, the people around them. And start a conversation. If you can start a conversation, then, you know, we've, we've met our objective of having you start a conversation. And, and that's what it is about. That's what it is about. Like I said earlier, we have a lot of seniors that are just waiting to share. And waiting for someone to talk to them. Right? Exactly. They, they live in a, almost a silent world. Yes. Right? They, yes. Yeah. They, they, they will give up a lot of stuff for their kids, for their grandkids. They are just happy to see them around. You know, but make them happy. Yeah, happier. Yes, make them happier. Just talk to them. Thank you, Aloysius. And there you have it, co-founder of Vintage Radio, a non-profit or not-for-profit social enterprise.